0: Circuit Cast with your host, Mark Emery. Presented by Circuit.org.nz. Kia ora Lisa Ray-hanna. welcome to Circuit Cast.
1: Kilda, thank you, Mark. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Part of Circuit finally have some interaction, direct.
0: We're here actually not at Circuit Cast HQ, we're here at the New Zealand Portrait Gallery, the National Portrait Gallery here in Wellington on the waterfront. And um, you've got some portraits here, uh, which are showing here ahead of the big screening of In Pursuit of Venus at the Auckland Art Gallery in May, I believe. Right. So, had a few different variations so far on some antique wallpaper, I believe from 1804 in France. Could you tell us a little bit about the genesis of this project?
1: I was travelling in in Australia and I was at the National Gallery of Australia and on the walls was Les Sauvages de la Mer Pacific and this is a French scenic wallpaper a panoramic wallpaper which is inspired by the travels of de la Perouse, Cook and other Pacific European explorers in the Pacific And it took a whole series of very famous illustrations of the time, I mean it was a very entrepreneurial feat in itself, taking illustrations and then incorporating them into a panoramic or a scenic wallpaper, uh, which is quite a large feat and a technical feat of its time. It's a hand-blocked wallpaper. It took 1,000 pieces.
0: 20 panels or something? 20 panels.
1: Yes. um, And it's actually quite beautiful, if somewhat strange, because it's a very utopian uh, document. Um, But the thing that's most interesting about that wallpaper is it's the only one of its kind that includes a death. And right in the middle of the wallpaper, in a very, very small scale is the death of Cook in Hawaii.
0: And very very small.
1: Yes it's probably when you see the wallpaper it's maybe about an inch an inch and a half so it's a very small, it occupies a very small space but it's certainly a rupture in terms of that storytelling of heroic feats and um, just the utopian ideals that people were looking at and um, creating documents of of that time and this
0: was a French man this was a French piece of wallpaper so was it depicting what were the illustrations where were the illustrations coming from
1: well of course um, Captain Cook the reason his his um, exploits were so well known was because they included illustrators on mm. the ships whereas some of the earlier French Explorers didn't. They um, had journals, you know, there was stories and it went about in the press, but because um, Banks was there, a very rich man, botanist, scientist, enlightenment gentleman, he could afford to bring illustrators along. So it's kind of like the behind the scenes, what we might see in a movie these days, but that was the difference. That really meant that it captured the public imagination, yes. and that's why there were so many illustrations um, that started to started grace the walls of um, stately homes and museums and all around Europe, um, mm. Americas, and, and coming into this part of the world
0: you were talking earlier about the sort of mix of the comment that the, the work makes, so I'm interested in whether this, this for you is a, is, a, also is, is a critique of that colonial viewpoint or, or is it a lot more mixed than that?
1: Oh, I think the nuances are much more interesting. You know, like, I've often used that term brown, appropriating brown. I mean, it's it's not specific to anybody. (laughs) You know, I mean, just that that way that we might, some people may take things and how you use information or or what have you. There's things such as, um, I've got two scenes in the new work which are looking at uh, tattoo culture because it's so um, it's so hip at the moment and it's so beautiful and as an adornment. Yeah. But just to think about um, the crew of the Endeavour, for instance, one of the things that really happens within the boat is there's a an hierarchy and there's these kind of groupings which naturally form. There's the marines, there's the midshipmen, there's the deckhands, there's all these different roles that play out on a boat. And so there's kind of tribes of people that are developed. But one of the things that was happening is when these uh, European travellers met tattoo artists, they weren't necessarily putting Pacific tattoos on their bodies, they were taking their own illustrations, such as anchors, mermaids, or dates, and getting the Pacific tattoo artists to inscribe them on their bodies. Right. And so it's a really... To me, that's a really interesting thing. As an artist, how we figure, how we look at each other, the types of illustrations that are made, um, but how you can sort of break down... Um, our initial thoughts of what might be happening in these instances. Mm. So I found that really fascinating.
0: Mm.
1: Who put the anchors on the body... And how did you decide whether it was going to be on the chest, on the forearm, on the upper (laughs) arm? So there's this little scene where they're kind of moving paper around the body and sort of thinking about the dressing of it in terms of an ornamentation. Mm. I mean, the thing about maintaining the illustration in in Pursuit of Venus is it puts the um, spectator on the tangata whenua side, because we're looking out towards the water. Mm. Uh, There's one scene which is the haka you don't usually see the hacker from behind. Right. This is the difference of being performed to and trying to c- right. cut across this notion of exotica.
0: So, yeah, so, it's so a version of the perspective, again, in a, in a subtle way
1: for people. Yes, to, yeah. and I want it yeah. to be subtle, mm. um, but I am looking at quite sort of political, uh, cultural, gender aspects that are all sort of playing out within, within these stories.
0: You haven't changed the landscape. You're just inserting figures... Uh, was that just a a practical consideration for you in the end or or, or were you really strongly interested in in just working with, with the figure?
1: I mean it took a year to decide on the illustrated background and to reference the wallpaper in order to critique it um, I needed to have that as part of the documentation, I suppose. Last week I launched a new film called Taifatuki House of Death which was commissioned by the Auckland Arts Festival and I've taken a couple of the scenes that I shot for In Pursuit of Venus and then I've taken them into a real landscape.
0: Ah, okay. So, I, it, yes. so that
1: is a complete about-turn. There's a scene around the chief mourner, the Tahitian chief mourner, who was a really interesting figure in himself. Uh, but when um, a high-born person would pass away, his job in the mornings and in the evenings, he'd go out and um, go berserk in the village, almost killing anyone that got in his path. And that practice changed with uh, the introduction of religious morals into Tahiti. Right. But I just thought, what a crazy idea, and I just wanted to see it. So as a just as a as a person, um, it was very interesting to cast that, make this amazing costume, and then get actors to perform it, and then we could talk about what it was and what we thought that that, that whole practice was about.
0: Technically, the work at the Auckland Art Gallery sounds pretty impressive in terms of what you're doing. Could you tell us a little bit about how that's kind of stretched your practice?
1: Each frame is 8,400,600 pixels. So in the making of this project, which has had a combination of beginning with... CGI illustrated background based on the wallpaper. Mm -hmm. There are tree elements which they they, I sit them on top, so they're all separated. There's about eight to ten different trees that they use throughout the 32-minute work. Loop, and um, we do digital gardening.
0: Hmm. My
1: editor and I <laughs> do the digital gardening. If only you could uh, do that at will. Um, and then I've done a, undertaken a series of video shoots in a studio and using a green screen background. So much like the technology that you use on the weather, where you have a, a br- luminous green background and you dial that out um, in order to be able to place figures. Into um, onto the CGI background um, illustration. Now I took that process because one of my initial thoughts was that I would travel around the world and be able to record peoples from different countries, places, tribes. Um, I really wanted to go to Sydney and work with some Aboriginal. Actors right. and playwrights, and I really wanted to go to Nookka Sound because there's a whole scene um, related to when Captain Cook was looking for the Northwest Passage. But um, the scope, the the project, really did turn into a monster. So it's been very interesting to work through those ethics, ethics such as using. Samoan actors and casting them as Tahitian characters. It's an issue that every um, filmmaker would have. Um, So in some ways I decided I just had to bite the bullet and move through and, and go forward with an integrity that suits the work. The logistics of the project have been very, very challenging and interesting and I like I like big, hard projects, and I also wanted to be very ambitious at a time when the economy looked like it was collapsing. And I didn't want to go small. I actually decided I wanted to go bigger because I felt like it's a very, it's a big statement to make to others, and just to spearhead something like that. Um, And I was really happy um, recently, where when a friend of mine said to me. one of the things that you've done has made me think bigger. So, you know, like just, just to model that as a way of a production and methodology.
0: Uh, let's just finally finish with the show Tranquility Disturbed and the photographic portraits you've got here, which are uh, figures from the films. Um, maybe you could talk a little bit about who's people, who, who, who is peopling this show.
1: Well, um, so we're sitting in front of three images, quite strange, kooky images. One's Joseph Banks, You know, he was a man of privilege, and in my readings about him, I found him really fascinating. The fact that he got so involved with different people was because he was also a linguist, Mm. and so he was the one that did the trading. When they set up the trading tables in Tahiti and wherever they moved around the world, Joseph Banks sat at the table. I mean, he was obviously very at ease with notions of money. Yeah. Um, but he really used it as an opportunity to meet people. Because of his ability to speak with local peoples, he ended up being invited to uh, partake in a performance with the Tahitian chief mourner, so he went out on a killing spree. So I thought that it was Joseph Banks as the very first instance of blacking up.
0: Right, okay, okay, yes, yes. And
1: going native. Right. Who else have we
0: got? Because there's there's quite a number of different figures here. Well, on the
1: other side, I have to talk about Captain Cook, of course, Ah. because he is so interesting. I mean, like the Maui figure from Digital Marae, Captain Cook is a figure who proves that you can rise through the ranks through your um, skills. Hmm. Uh, But in this I have Captain Cook as a male and Captain Cook as a female.
0: Is that in the film as well? It is in the film. There's
1: one scene where um, there's uh, the crew of the Endeavour... Drinking with some Tahitians who get a little bit out of hand because it's their first encounters with rum. But what happened is he was on this big boat. He was very tall. He was an imposing figure. He wore trousers. The Pacific people didn't know if he was a man or a woman because they couldn't see his early. Oh, I see. So in the scene they go to pull down his pants and it creates this kind of moment where suddenly something that's really fun changes and the guns come out. Right. So in the scene I have we replicated and it and did it once with a, a male and once with a female. Because I'm really interested in those kind of gender politics too. So it depends on which side you were on and who you thought this guy was. Um, another important figure is uh, Omai and Tupaya. Tupaya, Tupaya yes. because he travelled with Cook. Yes. Um, you know, for the Pacific people, I have a scene where there's... Um, it's like a, a pōhere is, is taking place, but because he's, he's the speaker... It's the local people saying it's his boat and he's the one that's running this ship. So it's all about representation and ways of looking.
0: And that concludes Circuit Cast for another fortnight. Circuit was produced with the assistance of Creative New Zealand, Music by to Long. For more interviews, discussions, and streaming video, see circuit.org.nz.